man is worth what he can accomplish. The detective leveled his 9mm pistol at the child king from the rusty metal catwalk above his throne of trash and stolen goods. The blue king's eyes glowed a hazy white, his hands bloody with judgment. The blue king spoke then in an eldritch voice, a horrid, booming ramble of incoherent words, in guttural ramblings as old as the great empty spaces within the cosmos. Yet, the man, the detective, knew these words. They were spoken to him, a great unearthly calling that resonated deeply within his chest. The gun fell from his hands and hit the jagged concrete floor. He lost his grip and with a tumble, fell into the unholy inheritance. The unearthly calling, the meaning of every aspect of his life, the eldritch voice of the Blue King became a beautiful song, a song that mapped out his future, and the man hit the concrete floor head first, the distant smile in his eyes forgotten at the moment of impact, his neck broken, his body twitching. The man looked first at the Blue King, who ignored his last moments. He then looked at the ceiling, and as his pain and vision faded, he saw the answer that he had always looked for. A tiny point of light, a small ray of hope. The Raconteur Collection. Welcome back to the Raconteur Collection. Today, well, you know, let me let me take a step back. Our our wonderful intro music is provided by Tyler Cunningham. All the music and crazy sounds you heard in that fantastic intro. Very I don't well know done. who does those, but that fantastic intro was gotten from uh, freesounds.org. Uh, today was going to be actually a very special episode of the Raconteur Collection. It's marked the first <gasps> time we're going to have a guest. Uh, so, as always, I'm joined by my co-host Jack, but today we are joined by Jack Henry, or as we'll probably refer to him, Jay Hens. Jay Hens, how Good. you doing today? I'm excited to be here. Um, <laughs> Let's yeah, go. We've got we've got double double the Jack in 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 the in this pod. <laughs> double the Jack. So I was really yeah, say in my mind, I was like, hopefully he doesn't say double Jack and. <laughs> Yeah, we no, got double jacking going on the podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, no, just, yeah, that's not. <laughs> restart, restart. Edit that. I'm just. Oh my god. Uh, restart. Just to cut it. Cut it. Uh, no, but yeah, it's actually. Uh, it's actually kind of cool to actually have another person. Um, well, definitely. I was talking. I think we haven't really done any conversations about movies yet. But if we ever do, especially do like a general topic about movies, we'd love to have. Jay Hens back because he's a little bit of a, a little bit of a movie buff, yeah. you could say, and his input, and especially as I'm sure you'll hear with The Last of Us, is going to be fantastic and really add to the uh, the rich tapestry that we yeah. create here. You know, and he's been a long, long time fan, uh, years, long time fan, long of this, time, of this. long time fan <laughs> of the podcast. I, I, yeah, for for the you know. 
you know what's crazy at this point the podcast like this will come out like what maybe in january so wait what i mean that's kind of mm. the world's not gonna exist it's out in january? i mean it we're doing weekly releases is episode nine this is episode so. nine yeah whoa shoot I, okay dude, i know we it's I mean, called it's called a backlog yeah we're okay, we're well. like way at, we're <laughs> that okay we're that makes sense but i was like oh shoot I, I works didn't... work smarter, not harder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, as far as got... me, me as the listener, I've only, I've only listened to uh, three episodes, or only three I episodes. Was been... you'd... I was hoping you wouldn't say one. I was gonna be like, <laughs> no, I've listened to the three episodes that have been released. So if this mm-hmm. is episode nine, wow, that's crazy. Have you guys? Right. Okay, so. Um, I don't want to step on toes, but we're talking about The Last of Us Part Two no, today. Go for it. Um, have you guys done? Because mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you guys done a, a video game episode? No, we've talked about video games. Uh, in fact, like the first test recording we ever did was like top five video game moments. But I don't think we actually use that as an episode. We might release yeah, it. What, yeah, know, a patron. That's a bonus thing. Sometimes. Yeah, online. you know when we get Special. twenty thousand dollars. But I think in our. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, yeah. When we get that sweet money, um, but I think we did in the horror episode talk about we. I brought up like Dead Space, so we've had, we mm-hmm. have talked about video games in some capacity. But this will be the first episode we really deep dive into a singular video game, and yeah. I think it's a great place to start. Sweet, definitely. All right. Do you guys well, hear the the dog outside? I don't think head? we. There, there's a, there's a dog just. Oh no. I didn't barking somewhere. <laughs> just there's a dog <laughs> inside my house. This dog I don't is know. just well. There is a dog inside my house, but he's not barking. Uh-oh. But there's there's a dog just going at it. So see now now that I'm this is my wow. first time podcasting. So now I'm like super aware of yeah super external about. external sounds. So not nah, don't worry about it. I can always you know I'll edit things in post. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'll just edit you out. Jack's like, anyway, anyway Jack, that was a great point <laughs> that you had about this thing. Uh, it was... hmm. <laughs> we'll just get like another person to do it. <laughs> George comes in, fills in the lines. Oh my god! Jack just the dog's barking. George, what you just Jack, said that, that was weird. So intelligent. It's it's like you were speaking from from another point of view. Dog starts barking. Jack's voice abruptly cuts out, and then, anyways. Charlie, lead us in. Yeah, let's let's get into it. So, as Jay Hen said, we were talking about The Last of Us Part Two, but that conversation doesn't really get started without talking about uh, the first Last of Us. Um, you know, an amazing game when it came out, and I'll go ahead and I'll pass it to Jay Hen's first. Um, just give me like a brief like, what did you think of the first game? Um, we really don't have to go in too deep on it because I'm sure we'll have a lot of time spent talking about the second one, but we can't really talk about the second one without talking about how we feel about mm-hmm. the first one. So well, how do you feel about the first one? What's kind of interesting is, I mean, and I I listened to your guys's like uh, childhood memories, um, you know, pod pod the other day. Um, what's interesting about The Last of Us Part One is I actually played the game at your guys's house like the first time i played it was at your guys's house um Mm -hmm. i think i came over like 
I don't know, consecutive weekends. It might have been like two or three weekends. I just like, it's like, hey, I'm coming <laughs> that, over to play. That, yeah. C- coming over to play some Last of Us. Um, because that I, was our jam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I mean, I think I think I was pretty excited for the game, like seeing trailers and stuff. And I was like, oh, this looks this looks incredible. And then, Jack, you got it. And you're like, mm-hmm. this is one of the best games I've it's ever so played. It's so good. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, well, I want to play it. And so I came over and like kind of just hunkered down in your guys' room and and played Mm -hmm. through it uh, in probably like, you know, two or three weekends. Um, And so, yeah, the kind of playing it for the first time is kind of linked with the this memory of, of playing it, playing it with, with you, Jack. So, um, yeah. and, and just in, in sort of the emotional beats of the game, like, you know, you were always kind of like over my shoulders, like, Oh, get ready. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, I, I absolutely adore the, <laughs> the first game. I mean, it's to this day, one of the, one of the best, I think one of my favorite video games that I've ever played. Um, and as, mm-hmm. as a, as someone who writes and as someone who, uh, like my, my thing is like filmmaking, like I think still like the last of us has had such, such an influential, um, you know, impact on, on me as a, as an artist. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it it's still a game that I like return to and think about. And so, Mm-hmm. Um, I've played it since, since playing it at Jack's house, like <clears throat> I've probably played it at least all the way through like six or seven times. So, yeah. And I mean, I, I remember nice. beating it. Like I beat it, I think a few days after you beat it, Charlie, and I remember staying up super late to beat it. And mm. it was like one, like one or two o'clock in the morning and that whole, like the last scene where he's like, what's that? Where she's like, just you know, promise me everything you told me about the fireflies is true. You know that whole part. I'm like, oh, I'm like standing up, like, oh my god, yeah. like I you swear. know, and you're like, <laughs> you're asleep, you know, on the bed. I'm like, oh my goodness, and then yeah, yeah, like Jack said, like I played this through so many times, and I've I platinumed it on PS3. I think I platinumed it on uh, the PS4 version as well. You know, beat it on Grounded, Grounded Plus. You know, it's one of the few games that I've played through as much as i have and along on top of that i played the uh the multiplayer a lot factions played that a ton too jack and i like we'd have you know sessions like where that's what we did when we hung out is we played factions together and we we were pretty dang good at it man we were good like i'm just saying we were like especially like once once we like once we kind of linked up and and i like you were good at the game and I like at the beginning was like, uh, I'm not very good, but I'll, I'll kind of do my best. And then once I figured out, hey, this is what I'm good at. And I got real good at <laughs> like basically supporting. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. Like we we kind of blew through people. And there were so many times where I was like, all right, Jack, I'm down. It comes up and heals me like out in the middle of the open heals. <laughs> right, okay. And then, you know, bandages me up. And well, he has a like, shotgun. Out, up, and, man. Do, do, do. and dude, it was lots of good memories. And like it was one of the. First games that I think I like was very emotionally attached to, and yeah. I was, uh, you know, there, there's the, that that one video of the Shiv. 
Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Where uh, <laughs> yeah, we were like exactly hiding behind the little about. bunker thing on. Oh, uh, I forget what the map is called. Um, oh, uh, I think it's just Water Tower. Yeah, Water Tower, and you're hiding behind the little bunker, and you're like shooting guys, and I'm just sitting behind you, like bandaging <laughs> just you. Me up, yeah. And then I like run out and like down one guy, and then get down, and I'm like jerk, 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 and then you just jump, <laughs> jump from you the like roof and... you dolphin dive off the roof and just shiv this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's good. I mean, it's, it's great. Oh it's my great. gosh. Yeah, like so, like the the music of the game and the visuals, the acting. I mean. Everything that went into that game, I think, really impacted me and, you know, just it kind of like yeah. raised the bar for what I think, you know, a story in video games should be. And it was just so much fun to yeah. play, too. And much like we'll, we'll get into it, much like the second one, yeah. once you like learn the mechanics, the fluidity of it is like super nice. And that transfers over into the second one where once yeah. you get it, like even more so, though, it's just like. It's so good. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get we'll get into gameplay at some point. Uh, yeah. But like, the second one is like leaps and bounds, like better than the first one as far as gameplay goes. Like, yeah, yeah, it really is. Well, so for me, I, I guess it's interesting because one of the first demos I got on the PlayStation Three was uh, uh, Uncharted: Drake's Fortune. And, you know, that's, you know, not, I guess, playing the Jack and Daxter games and following Naughty Dog as a company, like, early on, you know, moving on to Uncharted, I didn't really make the connection, like, oh, the same people who made Jack and Daxter made this. Of course, that came later, but then playing um, Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3 and seeing those games get better and better, I was so excited for The Last of Us because, you know, Uncharted is kind of a campy Mm -hmm. B-movie game. And so hearing about The Last of Us, I was like prepped for it. Like I bought like the special edition and I was mm-hmm. ready and I was so excited because I've always loved post-apocalyptic fiction. I mean, one of my favorite books is The Road by Cormac McCarthy. And so what the first Last of Us came out in 2013. And so I, I got it, you know, played through it. Uh, still remember, I think the first game has a fantastic opening, punches you right in the gut then transitions to like a really great what like 20 years later time (laughs) jump i mean there are so many things about the first game that i think it was kind of like lightning in a bottle where it just works and i never think about kind of like the jankiness or you know all the times you have to go get a ladder or anything like that like you know the kind of the meme moments that people like to talk about but like yeah like the just the quiet moments in that game especially really get to me i mean you could talk about the, so many things. I, I have to bring up uh, when I think it's the end of winter, and after Ellie kills the leader, the cannibal guy, and he's, she's like hacking at him, and then Joel comes and pulls her off, Ellie. and then she fades to the music, and it's like a hard cut to spring, and then you know you have the draft moment, of course, which everybody talks about the draft moment, but you know that game, yeah. And just even it, with, the, with the way it ends, you know, I was totally expecting as somebody who does also write and kind of knows the flow of stories, I was totally expecting either Joel or Ellie to <clears> die. <throat> and so to have them both live, but have that weight of the action mm-hmm. still hang above them, I thought was a fantastic way to end it. And so, you know, and it's funny because The Last of Us, it just ends and that's the way it ends. 
until part dun, two dun, comes dun, out. Dun. Which, so already, you know, part two is having to continue on something that was oh. amazing. And I can't imagine just as a creative person, you know, releasing something and it blows up and it's huge. And then the pressure yeah, of meet, trying meet to follow that up. Oh my gosh. So yeah, no, that's great. Um, so again, well, the next little point here is kind of how we played the game and I'll kick us off. Uh, you know, I got, I didn't pre-order like the actual physical copy because I just don't do that yeah. anymore, but I got the digital release, uh, played it the night it came out. I probably played the last of us two over the period of like a week, a week and a half, maybe even two weeks. Um, two, three, four hour chunks, uh, you know, maybe longer <laughs> depending on where I was in the story. And for me, um, that was kind of perfect. Uh, you know, I wasn't quite pacing it within like, cause the game is broken up into basically days. I wasn't quite pacing it within a day, like a session a day, but definitely, you know, a couple sessions for, you know, one day, something like that. And I have to say that playing it like that, I was glad that there was so much of the game which is you know i'm sure as we talk later when we get into it i think kind of a detraction in some people's minds but for me i was glad that it just wasn't ending like i was i was all in but that's how i played it and that's how i beat it um but uh so jack i mean how did you play it because you played it quite differently well so i played it in probably three four hour chunks uh but I, I stretched the time out from when I played it a lot more than you did. It was like maybe every other day when I played it. And I actually like live streamed basically all of what I played. And I think that was, looking back, I think it was probably a mistake. Because definitely because at the time, like I had gotten it, no spoilers to me. But everyone was like, oh, like it's bad, it's bad. Like, and then people would come in and just like start bad mouthing it. And so half of it was just mm-hmm. like, well, playing it so far, it's like really good. I like I don't you know and so I think not experiencing it for myself was kind of taking away from overall just not like my feelings about the game but just how like interested I was in playing it so right uh but I mean I did enjoy playing it but like I said it's just you know Every like thirty minutes, someone's like, "Why are you playing this like stupid game?" Or why this game's horrible? Yeah, I was gonna and ask it's like, you like how <laughs> right. how I yeah, mean, and how is that like streaming through a game where I mean, it was like so know. controversial. Yeah, and I'm just like, guys, like playing this game, I can see what people might not like, but calling this a bad game is like really, yeah. really in my opinion, like a stupid take. It is so far from a bad game. But, you know, definitely yeah. has things that not everyone's going to agree with, like, of course. So, I mean, but, like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. So, that's that's why I played it. I played it in probably three, four-hour chunks, like, <laughs> twice a week for about a month. And so, I got, I got a little mm. tired of that, of playing it that way. I should have changed how I played it, but I, I didn't, because I was like, I got to stream it, so... Um, what about you, I would James? say I played it similar to, to Charlie. I mean, I, you know, I think got it the night of I, so I, um, 
at the time it came out had been uh let's see furloughed at my uh former job slash i still technically work there slash do stuff but it's i mean i work in events and uh like stage theater stuff like that so um obviously mm-hmm. those things are not happening in our in our current uh covid climate um so i had lots of free time and yeah basically i i played through it in in the span of like a week a week and a half and i would just like kind of hunkered down you know i didn't didn't look at anything on the game like while i was playing it i had heard like a couple of things that like some people were not happy with and I was like, okay, I'm going to form my own opinion yeah. on this. So I didn't really look at anything slash I wasn't, you know, playing the game while people watched me digitally. Um, I, oh. <laughs> I was just right. in my living room playing the game and had headphones on and um, yeah, just, just played, played all the way through it. Um, nice. And, until it, until I finished it. So um yeah until the end yeah until the end so yeah perfect i mean that's great so diving in and i thought you know when i was going over this and kind of prepping for this episode i thought the best way would be to very lightly touch on like we said the game is long but to very lightly touch on each chapter and we could kind of pick out moments as we go through each chapter rather than having to recall or place events uh, chronologically just to go through Mm -hmm. it chronologically to begin with so game starts with ellie um you start playing as ellie but it starts with uh joel and tommy and it i guess it's kind of nice because it starts right where you want it to start or at least where i wanted it to start with uh joel telling tommy about what actually happened to the fireflies at the end of the game. And then you get a really nice ride up to Jackson and then you get a, you know, hard cut to Ellie and kind of the beginning video game. It's kind of traditional in that way where you kind of just walk around Ellie's house, you get ready. Um, I personally, I really like the stuff in Jackson. I think it's great. I mean, Naughty Dog is one of those developers and like, man, I can't give enough credit to the people that make, you know, this city and this uh, location feel mm-hmm. so alive and cram so much detail into so many small things that so many oh, people yeah. aren't going to see. Um, it, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, you get a little bit of playing. You get, you meet uh, Dina and Jesse, and you know that there's something going on with Ellie and Joel. But yeah, this part, I mean, this part kind of ends with, um, and I guess, as you probably have guessed, we're gonna spoil <laughs> the crap out of this game. I mean, yeah, warning. So this is your last chance. Fair to, warning. It's your last chance to get out. But it ends, of course, with uh, Joel's death and with Abby killing Joel, which is probably this currently you unnamed know, character, or the, maybe, or I guess we had played right exactly as her for a second in there. Um, and so yeah. like. They they mention her, but you're like, who who is this person that that we're kind of you know we're playing as? It it was very like abrupt, right. and mm-hmm. so you kind of like I I mm-hmm. definitely got the sense of like, I mean, they don't they don't like come out and say it, but you're like, the these are not the good guys, 
Um, yeah. Right. And that's, yeah, that's what I definitely have to point out is that like, there is something unsettling about playing as Abby and you know that this group, uh, I think it includes like mm-hmm. Owen and Mel and Manny. So like, you know, Abby's whole group. Um, but you know that they're looking for somebody and it's, you know, I think it's for me, I was, didn't expect Joel to die, but I did expect mm-hmm. some confrontation with yeah. that. Um, so, you know, you, you play as DNA, you go through some stuff. Uh, of course Ellie. the game, I think just shines. <laughs> yeah. The shines really well here. And especially just with like character mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, you know, it's like to get this like out of the way, you know, there are people who are like, Oh man, Ellie's a lesbian and her and Dina are, Oh, I don't like Dina. She's gross. That kind of stuff is just real silly to me. And while I do think later on, like the game doesn't like, I will say that like, I don't think the game handles like Lev's identity super well. However, there's nothing wrong with including different types of relationships or different types of people in games. And I don't understand people who don't like the game because of that. And especially because that's who Ellie was in the first game. And especially like with the uh-huh. yeah, left behind, like you kind of learn all about it. Um, yeah, I I found I found right like so Ellie and, and Dina's part to be just very like sweet, and so like I think it builds yeah. on both of their characters, which I I don't I don't know if we'll get into this later, but like I I was kind of and and you know I'm I'm a white male, but um, like I found Lev's kind of um position like at least very interesting to me because like i hadn't i hadn't seen that in Mm. a video game where it was just so i think integrated into the story like like well integrated so i i was kind of on on the like uh, more positive side of that where um yeah and i guess uh to clarify like and i will i guess we'll save it for later so I'll hopefully remind myself. But yeah, it's definitely not a negative thing. Um, so of course we have to get to Joel's death, and we'll start with mm-hmm. Jack. Jack, how do you? How? What was your take on the the game's most? So I will say, part? like, <laughs> well, one of the games. I will most say that um, <clears throat> in air quotes. A lot of people are like, "Oh, why would Joel do this? Like, he's like, he's not that stupid to be caught like that." And like, I'm like, did you? play the game and see what happened because like you play the whole part or like you're like running from right. these infected uh you know as abby and then out of nowhere boom here's joel and you're like oh, like it's so cool and then you guys are running from these hordes and you guys are like batting them off together you know it's so, like in that moment you're just three people doesn't the characters don't matter you're just three people like trying to survive you know what i mean because in the day like you want three yeah. people to live rather than three people to die and so when she is like, oh, hey, like my friends over here, like this is where we're staying and they try to get to there. That makes way more sense because all they're thinking about in that moment is we got to be safe and there's literally no else we can go because we're going to freeze to death. So they go in there and then, you know, the the whole part where Joel's like, so these are your friends, you know, and everyone's kind of like, and he's like, I'm, you know, right. I'm, uh, this is Tommy, I'm Joel. And everyone's kind of like. Like you can see it on Joel's face as soon as he yeah. says it. As soon as he says that, he's like, "Oh like, no!" Oh. 
like you see it on everyone's like on everyone's face including his and tommy's and just like that whole part is so like Mm -hmm. it's hard to watch because there's just nothing you can do Mm -hmm. and because like no you experience that and then you experience it again as ellie like you hear as you're going down you know into the basement and like that's it's it's horrible (laughs) but like it's it makes the reason people's motivations are so strong in this game is because of things like that that happen like things that basically give ellie you know ptsd and also it scars abby too and all of her friends and like everybody you know so it's it's a very like impactful moment in how brutal and honestly kind of how sudden it is because like i did expect joel to die but i didn't expect it to just be like oh Mm -hmm. right there you know so I didn't expect it to be right. the sort of inciting moment of the game is, mm-hmm. is where I'm at. But like mm-hmm. to, to kind of backtrack just a little bit, like you think about yeah. how like the time frame of it is like this is, you know, four or five years after the first game. And so five years. like I, I think part part of it is like Joel's gotten a little soft, like living in a civilization like um i i think that's apparent from like all the sort of uh like flashback scenes that happen in the game like you you sort of see yeah. like a different joel like i i would say someone who's like grappling with you know what he did still um and like over 5 years basically right. like losing the connection to the like basically the most important the the most important person in his life because of his actions um Mm -hmm. and so like you you see a broken man in joel and and so like i i think that's that's an important part of it is like if you're like how how could joel have done this like honestly like i mean I don't know. It, it it's interesting to see like he was just what, tired. He, he was tired, um, and we'll get to like parts like the very end where he has the conversation like, with Ellie, because um, I think that oh, was yeah. a, uh, I think that's also an important moment. But like, I think just five years of like right. grappling with a decision you made, like, and an honestly like selfish decision. So like the you know joel joel in in the last of us part one you know does not let ellie sacrifice herself basically unknowingly sacrifice herself to get a cure for the cordyacep virus or whatever you want to call it um right that would have basically saved humanity so it's like the you know the crushing pressure of of that decision um living with that mm-hmm. for five years and then beginning to lo- you know lose the person that uh that you made that decision crushing decision you made this for, crushing like, decision for that, yeah like how can that not just break anyone so yeah you know i think a lot of that comes into the fact that as players, we played Joel through the first game. And Jack, I think you brought up a really good point. The lack of control that you as a player have over that situation, I think is frustrating. (laughs) 
And I definitely think that's something that like Naughty Dog as a developer knows is they know that this is going to be so impactful because you as a player not only played Joel and watched Joel, but you know, you kind of were him. Like you had to embody him and all his brutality and all his mistakes. And that's what part of what made the first game so good. And so, yeah, when it, it does take away that control from you. And I guess, you know, it's kind of a thing that's like, well, why did Joel do this? Why did he fall for this? You know, those questions don't, they don't hold a lot of water for me because at the end of the day, in the type of world that they're living in, like you can't, you can't escape the danger. And like Joel was lucky as is everybody who's living mm-hmm. the whole time. And, you know, just because he's the main character doesn't mean he's safe. And if he weren't, if he wasn't going to die there, I mean, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't have wanted to see him go out in like a blaze of glory or something like that. I mean, in his own way, he kind of still owns that situation, yeah, that, you know, and it's only seeing it through Ellie's eyes that it becomes incredibly yeah. tragic. Um, But yeah, I, as far as like a moment, I think it's very impactful, but it didn't, it didn't bother me. I, it didn't destroy me or I didn't think like, oh my gosh. I mean, it definitely, it definitely yeah, in incited fact, like, me to basically, I mean, like you're put in right. the position of Ellie and it's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to go tear these people apart. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a game about right. revenge. Um, and so basically yeah. killing off the, this person that is a deeply flawed character um you play as that person but then you know you come to like kind of love that person because of playing through them like and then for them to die like putting putting you into the other person you know as ellie who who loves this this father figure joel like instantly you're like oh yeah i'm you're out for blood right and so from that moment, um, it you know, some other story beats happen and we won't be going beat by beat over by every beat. detail of the story, but <laughs> no, but we get to uh, Seattle day one and uh, I, I'll start here. Uh, so I think some moments that kind of stick out for me, there are three that I wrote down, which is the, uh, the kind of free war, like the free roam mm-hmm. type thing you have with Dina on the back of the horse. All really great. I mean, at that hey, point, there are so sorry, many moments within The Last the of Us that are so good. Slash the, our house dog. Oh, you're good. roommate's dog. Give me just a sec. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're good. You're good. I'll kind of keep talking here. But there are so many moments uh, within The Last of Us, you know, part two that I think are great. And that's one of those great moments. Uh, and I really like, actually, kind of the freedom they give you. Of course, me being the type of player I am, I literally yeah, just welcome like back. explored. Back. No, no, you're good. I literally just explored yeah. every building. There's a really great moment where Ellie plays. I don't know. It's some '80s song. I forgot what it was, but she plays some '80s song and like, oh, like take an acoustic me. version of it in like a guitar shop. Yeah, it's "Take on Me." Uh, you know, really great. Um, the tunnels, so like that, I you know, moving from that part, the tunnel section where you're going through like the abandoned subway, um, also really good. Like, 
the first time you get to use like infected versus mm-hmm. people. And I am purposely like leaving out some of gameplay like moments here that I want to bring up later because we can kind of go over that in general. But as far as like favorite moments in the game, you know, that I, I really mm-hmm. like that section. And then it ends with you getting to the theater as a safe place. And then the last section, I think, is one of like the strongest character moments in the game. And it's the uh, the birthday flashback that Ellie and Joel have at the museum. Oh, my God. Um, which is by far and away, I think, you know, as much as the first Last of Us is so good and can be so heartwarming, I don't think there's a moment as heartwarming as that scene where she's in the, I don't know, the little oh, launcher. Yeah. She puts the helmet on and Joel has a recording for her and she puts, yeah, like that moment, like, man, it's so impactful Mm -hmm. and so good. And the game does that several times where it like really masterfully handles certain moments. And even with the kind of uneasy way that that scene, that flashback ends where Ellie's like in a broken down part, like a dark part of the museum. And there's like all these, all this graffiti about how Mm -hmm. the fireflies have lied like really really good stuff in there but that's kind of uh some of my high points from seattle day one uh jay hens what about you what what's what sticks out to you on that first day um i mean i think for me just uh let me let me look at it so what i really like is just how open it was and it's like you know obviously there are moments of action where you're going into buildings and there are you know clickers in the buildings and whatnot um but i loved how like kind of quiet um like the quiet Mm -hmm. moments of everything and those are like honestly some of my like favorite part of the games is is just these like quiet peaceful moments um i think yeah uh let's see yeah, just just them them downtown. Uh, I really liked the moment where they were in the uh, synagogue, um, mm-hmm. and you kind of yeah. you get uh, a a picture of like uh, Dina's um, you know upbringing, uh, her being uh, you know growing up Jewish. Um, I think um, just. Mm-hmm adds to like the realism of the world and like also um i i was reading something and it was like uh basically uh a a jewish man was writing about the game and was like this moment really uh really stuck out to me because there hadn't been um like a lot of jewish representation in in video games and um I th- I think that like I don't know made that made that moment in the game just like even more uh I think impactful and just just you know looking at mm-hmm. like how does how does religion play uh, a part in in these characters lives if at all and um I yeah I I found that very uh very interesting and um I'm trying to think uh yeah, I I love just how open that that downtown area was. You're just kind of free to explore, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and we'll definitely like get into this later with gameplay. But I loved how like there were puzzly parts, um, 
this this section yeah. kind of had like kind of reminded me of Breath of the Wild a little bit, um, and just how open it was, how mm-hmm. like picturesque it was, but also there's there's not really a set way to go. You can kind of like go through things where what what interests you and what leads you to things, and then there's like little sort of you know puzzles along the way that you have to figure out so i yeah i i loved this section mm-hmm. um, i think yeah. what my favorite part about this is it really starts exploring like the, just the interactions between the characters because there's a lot i'm talking a lot of dialogue between characters as you're playing and the more you explore the more you just figure right. out and learn about these characters the more connected you get to them and i think that just plays a really important part because you want to explore not only to find you know oh a few things here, a few things here, but also like the characters just talk to each other more. And I can't remember any, you know, specifics, but I'm pretty sure they talk about like an old tank. They talk about this guy wearing armor. They talk about like, oh, like these people are trying to do yeah. this like prior to the war, trying to rob this bank and the back and forth. And like you can kind of see the differences in character as far as uh, Ellie and Dina go. Like there's a big difference in, you know, the way they think about things and how they view the world. I think you can really start seeing the, the differences between how, you know, obviously Ellie was basically brought up by Joel and then Dina, like, we don't really know how she was brought up, but much differently than Ellie was. So it's interesting to kind of see how their personalities bounce off of one another. That's one of my favorite things I liked about this is it introduces just what I liked about the first game, that idle conversation, you know, and it matters a lot more, I feel like, especially if you care about what's happening and what the characters are feeling. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you know, I think this section really highlights the strengths of this particular type of game. The fact that there's not, there's an overarching goal, but there's not a time limit and you're just trying to get past an obstacle to that gate. Cause that's the whole reason you're down here is to get fuel to open up that gate. But yeah, I, I mean, the game, I think really shines here with, like you said, like all the little stories, like the people trying to rob the bank mm, and yeah the characters bouncing off each other and you know, that kind of scavenging, getting more stuff, learning about the world, that kind of stuff is really, really highlighted and encouraged here. And it's, I think it's really strong here because everything you're doing playing the game fits into what you're actually trying to do, like within the actual story of the game. So yeah, yeah fantastic. I would say so. So, Moving on, I believe it's at the end of this chapter. You can correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm sure there will be some small parts that I messed up, but I believe at the end of this chapter is when you find out that um, Dina is pregnant, I believe. Mm, I think so. Is it like the, the first Is it like the first end of this chapter? It's, like it's when, they, when yeah, you finally when they get, get to the, the theater? theater? I thought she just got I, sick I, at the end. And so there wasn't well, I, like they didn't. I think you learn it. Say. I think you learn it, like the scene after the first time, like the second scene of the theater. I think is when you learn it. Gotcha. Yeah, I I thought it was a day two or day gotcha. Three. Okay, so maybe. Well, yeah. So day two. You know what? You might. It's well. Okay, so day two is um. Has one of my favorite. I think all time moments in the game 
But day two happens, and you go out, and I believe this when you're trying to track down the hospital. And does Ellie go out mm-hmm. alone here? I, that's why I think that it, yeah. like, I think Dina was just sick, and so they didn't say she's pregnant. Um, and so she right. was just, like, going out to, yeah, do it on do it on her own. But, yeah, day two is, is yeah. the hospital stuff. Yeah, they choose the hospital stuff, and I think it's also the first moment the Seraphites show up, um, which is the moment, oh, I think, man. like, one of my all-time favorite moments of this game is when you go through that little uh-huh. kind of, like, park area, and, and you just hear oh the whistle. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, me as a player, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> oh, shit. That was yeah, go down. so good. And so I'm, like, crawling through the grass. And you get shot, and it's just Did they they cut okay, okay, to the man. It's have like a really intense. sort of cutscene there where like the arrow sticks in you, right? Yeah, yeah, and you fall over that. Yeah, it's like all yeah, like, gameplay. It's like a yeah. it's somewhat forced, you know. Yeah, so you hear the yes, because you yeah, you hear you the like whistle and gap. you are like what? Yeah. So you kind of get cautious, and then yeah, you you're she you step over this little ridge, and it's like a slight like oh like little cutscene mm-hmm. almost, but it's like it's an end game cutscene like real quick arrow whoop, hits you yeah, and you fall back whistle. over you know the thing that you just like hopped on top of <laughs> and i should say like let's yeah. real quick talk about how we dealt with that i personally i was like arrow the first guy got on my stomach crawled around arrow the second guy crawled around <laughs> then the last guy bottled and you know and <laughs> yeah i i think at this point i was still playing elf or <laughs> elf i was mixing up my words there i think at this point i'm still playing uh mm-hmm. ellie pretty stealthily and so i you know didn't go super aggro and I, it wasn't until the hospital that i kind of stopped caring so much especially like the scene right outside the hospital um where i did go like very like aggro stealth to where you know you would pop up kill a couple guys run around lose attention, kill a couple more guys. And yeah, that we, you know, I can't say enough about how the game actually handles that and how well it feels, but definitely a highlight. And at this point, like playing the game, it, it was incredible. Like there are so many moments. Um, I believe day two is also the moment where you go to a workbench inside in like an apartment building oh, and it's yes. like some guys yeah. attack you at the workbench. One, one of the best parts of the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, you, you like walk up and you get you know what I mean? set like, up and then just dude comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I almost, I like almost sort of expected it because there was that door and I couldn't get into the door and I was like, I was like, what? That's weird. And <laughs> right. then I went over and I was like, you know, doing stuff and then dude just shows up out of nowhere and I was like, oh, yeah. That that got me that got me pretty good. <laughs> it was it was great. Yeah, and you know, as far as story, um I think at this point for me, I just wanted to see where it was gonna go because you can kinda at this point see and especially at the end of the section where I don't know her name, but Ellie tracks down Nora. that girl and pushes her down to the basement. Nora, yeah, and then beats her with a pipe at the end, and they kinda make the you mm-hmm. as the player do it. And then especially following up that scene where then Ellie goes back to the theater and she's all bruised and banged up. Um, You know, as I've talked about in some other podcasts and, you know, ones that you will have heard at this point, but Jack Henry hasn't heard. But 
I really like that descent into madness and that descent into like, you know, I guess it's kind of messed up, but there is some catharsis for me in like watching a character goes through something really traumatic and you, and especially as a player knowing that like, well, they killed Joel. So it's and just so fun. like, yeah. this is what I have to do. See, like, um, yeah, I really strong only sort of agree. Like for me seeing Ellie, like, go this way i expected it but i didn't want it to happen kind of thing like when when you're standing in front of nora with the you know pipe crowbar whatever it is i like yeah i knew they were like hey you have to do this but i just kind of sat there for probably like 30 (laughs) seconds and i was like "I, i don't know if i can man that that was one of the moments in the game one of several moments in the game where i was just like I I don't know if I can do this. And not to say like I disliked yeah. I I can't say that I disliked it, but I have to just say it's like I one, I don't know if I can do this. Two, I don't no. want to see Ellie go this way. You know? Yeah, and I mean and we'll we'll talk about it later, but yeah. the kind of the shift from like the gameplay to the cutscenes, kind of how they're portraying that. But if you're following like just a story, like it really is like the first time Ellie's doing something like this, like yeah. to this degree, you know, and it's, it is really jarring because yeah. like, she still is like a girl. She's only 19, you know? So it's like, that's try to just think that's, uh, you know, our brother, George, that's him. Do like, that's him doing that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's plus, like, plus, plus like, I mean, right. I think it very much mirrors the scene in the first game where Joel, uh, beats the guy yes. uh, after like getting Ellie's location. So he's in the, the winter part and he mm. basic right. you know, he tortures the two guys and then um yeah, basically beats Yeah. She's to trying to be like Joel when you know she's I don't know. I don't I can't say that she's trying to be like Joel. I think it's just like well the natural well, there, are moments, way. there are moments where she's like oh like She's like, there. you pass by people that Tommy has tortured, you know, or like gotten information from. That's what she's trying to do. And she's like, yeah, this is what, you know, Joel and Tommy did. And like, they always talked or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they did this and it works. Yeah, the game's, yeah, the game's really good at not as like coming out and telling you that, oh man, Ellie's trying to be like Joel or what would Joel do? You know, but uh, in a way of just kind of showing that brutality. And I think... You know, there is something to be said about when you're in a combat situation and you're fighting and killing people. And then there is definitely a big difference between when you're forced to somebody who's not fighting back and forced to inflict pain upon them. That is something Mm -hmm. different entirely than, hey, you're in a frantic moment. Oh, hey, you shot somebody. Oh, hey, you beat somebody to death and you have to move on. You have to keep going. Yeah. So at this point... Yeah, that scene is really powerful. And like this game, I will say I will say even though there is some kind of dissonance that ends up happening for me, not even playing the game but thinking about it later, which is the thing I have to point out like during the moment in playing this, it is very brutal and it's hard. And you know, the game I think at some points it does reach I mean, it reaches those levels that you do see in really great moments that, you know, do feature 
you know, very brutal things and very, you know, just brutality. So yeah, at this point, me playing the game, I was totally sold. Like I'm not, I'm not done yet. Which then, of course, goes into uh, Seattle Day 3. And in my notes, I wrote, oddly, there's not a lot that sticks out in this part for me. But of course, the ending of this scene ends at the aquarium where um, Ellie kills mm-hmm. Owen and Mel. Um, I have to stop for You know, a this scene has because, like, the flooded I'm city. I'm sorry, like... No, go ahead. This, this is just... I. Uh, I, this is my first podcast experience, guys. But there's there's mm-hmm. there's children. My oh, go, next go door neighbor's children are out in their yard, just going, and I'm just like, guys, <laughs> guys, come on, you don't you don't do this like normally. And now when I'm trying to be a, be a guest on a podcast, you guys are out there running around s- sh- screaming, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go on, no, go out good. and yell, at, hey, what are you guys doing? You quiet, so yeah. no, so to all our view or listeners out there. I'm so sorry. If you hear no children worries. in the background just oh, it's fine. shrieking, it's probably me. Uh, no, again, we'll just we'll just <laughs> they're not they're not the yeah. clickers. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. To get back to the point, so you know, there's not a lot that sticks out to me here. One thing I will say is between day two and three, I don't remember exactly in the order. It is revealed that Dina is pregnant with uh, Jesse's kid. And there's a little bit where I was really worried that the game would get kind of melodramatic mm-hmm. with Jesse and Dina, like kind of making up again. But the game actually never does that. And I was yeah. really happy because yeah. there's a couple of moments where I think there's like a moment where Ellie watches like Dina and Jesse. I think at the end of day two, you know, go back and they're talking and Ellie's just kind of left alone. <laughs> something like like that and i was like oh no and but like i think sort of the pay not not a payoff but like where it where it's like oh yeah that it's not getting it's not going the route that you kind of think it is it's like Mm -hmm. okay thank goodness because i i definitely felt that way too i was like (laughs) yeah oh yeah they threw like the pregnant thing like story theme in there okay They introduced Jesse in a really good way. You're like expecting the love triangle. Like, you know, Ellie's trying to get back to Dina and like he like puts his hand over her mouth and she's like, oh, like it's like, you know, it's it's you. And it's like, oh, it's Jesse. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Because I was like, I just want to see another friendly person right now. (laughs) So like definitely, I think great character. character I, I really like him. And I think he brought a definitely like some peace of mind like to the theater says so, okay dina's not just here alone you know she's actually like gonna be fine and that that kind of stuff i like how the theater kind of becomes this little hub kind of but not really because you're not you're not really there that often but yeah it kind of becomes like this you know little little base that you kind of recon to so i like that yeah and so, yeah, like I said, day three, there's not a lot that sticks out to me. Of course, there's some really cool sections with the, you know, the oh, flooded yeah. city. Mm-hmm. And, you know, gameplay wise, I think a lot of there's just fun to be had. But yeah, I mean, that is definitely a moment where the game, like the story, I do, I do feel takes a back seat as you're kind of just pushing to this aquarium. But yeah, I mean, so unless you guys have anything to mention story wise between, you know, or uh, before the ending where Ellie kills uh, Owen and Mel. Um, 
you know. I mean, I mean, you, you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean they, I don't have anything. They get up to the point where Abby gets to the theater, right? In that in that section, right? Yeah. So not. So it's yeah, not it's, yet. It's so right, it's right after, after. Um. Because that's the inciting incident yeah. for Abby to track. Ellie yeah, down, which you find out later. But yeah, she she gets in there, and yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm trying to think like, because it's it's been quite a while since I played the game, but I just remember being like, oh no, like you could see the remorse in Ellie, but it's yeah. like, oh she, yeah. I I would say the the part where she kills Nora, that's kind of like where she like crosses the line the first time in a, in a way. And then this was right. Oh, not, no, no coming back from that one, you know, um, that, yeah, the, where she kills. Oh, sorry. What's her name again? Mel. Yes. Uh, Mel, Mel, the the pregnant woman. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah. Oh, yep. That, that's it. Um, yeah, it's, Definitely a very brutal part. Again, um, this game is like is extremely violent and brutal. Um, but yeah, Jack, do you have anything to add before we kind of move into like the ending of? Ellie's I mean, part? just the whole. You, we're probably about to talk about this, but the whole part where you you finally like find Tommy again because it becomes for a moment it's less about getting revenge and finding Tommy because you don't want Tommy to be alone in all of this, and so. Well, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's what's great about Jesse is that he's kind of that voice of yeah. reason for Ellie. And Ellie does end up ignoring him and saying, no, I have mm-hmm. to go find Abby. And Jesse's like, okay. Yeah. And he goes off. Yeah. And so Tommy. it's just, it's really the way they make it to where you're, like, you're tracking down Tommy and, t- and stuff like that is really cool. Cause like you'll hear like shots going off of people like talking about him and you're like, okay, Tommy's like actually really right. freaking yeah. cool, you know? And you kind of just get an insight yeah. to how he kind of, operates and just the whole scene where he's like this is it he or is it jesse who has the necklace oh, yeah yeah so, so just that whole we'll part where they're like, like uh, that moment of like yeah. of respite where they're just sitting there in the in the theater and you're like oh like just that kind of moment of like of like humanity is really yeah a breath of fresh air and i like that i like how they do yeah. that and it's brutally cut short because <laughs> oh Ellie's God. part, of course, ends with uh, commotion. Uh, Ellie runs out, or Ellie and uh, no, yeah, Tommy goes to go get the necklace because Jesse's like, "Oh no, the necklace! It's, it's not, not real gold." Know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. real gold or whatever. And so Tommy goes out. There's some commotion, and Ellie and Jesse go running out. Uh, you get out into the you, lobby of the theater, and yeah, Jesse's immediately the, shot oh my in the face, just like bam, over, and. That it's, was jarring. Uh, it's pretty like <laughs> it's very jarring, and I have to commend Naughty Dog for killing Jesse off like that because there's not a lot of media that is just like yeah. and there's boom, no time dead. to process it. And you're like, what? Like Ellie can't be. Like, <laughs> and there's oh, no time to process it because it keeps going. And that, oh like, I, um, not to say I like Jesse then, dying, but the way yeah. they, the way he is killed, it's like, oh yeah, that's like real and it becomes more real in that in that just it's impact of yeah yeah they run out jesse is killed you know he's dead like and yeah there's ellie and and us the player is like 
in sort of this like does not have time to process like this person she's close mm-hmm. to is is also killed and and it's like oh okay that just happened but now i have to do something what yeah. do i do yeah because tommy's also like i think he's been shot in the leg and he's just laying there like right and you don't you actually yeah you actually don't know if he's dead or not like yeah or no no you do know he's not dead. in kind of a similar position to joel with you know abby standing over him and and she she says something right. like you know g- hands up put the gun down uh you my or friends. this one dies yeah. too because because he's yeah tommy's still alive in this moment um right yeah and then you know she points the gun at ellie and then it's a hard cut to yep abby's part which again i think is um a big i will put you know air quotes around it uh controversial part of the game is it's is yeah divisive it's a hard switch to abby and since we're like running a little long here as a quick recap you know you realize that abby's father was uh one of the surgeons that joel killed who was operating on it was like one of the only surgeons um and so she right so she's been having this reoccurring nightmare of you know her not her father's like death like seeing it but like the hospital and walking up to the uh, Mm -hmm. surgery room and so you realize that that's kind of the motivation um the game does flip everything on you and show you everything from abby's perspective i so to get into i guess a big problem people do have with abby um well two things a as we talked about with ellie's part the fact that abby is like you know, a unit oh, of a person. She just is a built, so like, strong. A built woman. <laughs> like, I don't have a problem with that. And people, like, I couldn't tell you. I mean, like, I mean, Jack, I mean, Jack Henry, you saw this and like, just Jack's chat when he was streaming it. People being like, oh man, girls can't yeah. look like that. Oh man, she wouldn't have time yeah, to do this. Yeah, I, I remember and watching. Yeah. All of that stuff. Uh, just, I, I was like, it, it just kind of rings. It, it was. Yeah. It just yeah, rings hollow to me. Like it's it's just kind of like get over it. Like I mean, because like Abby's strength is not. It's part of her character and it's part of her like trauma as well. Yeah, it's like, like she has she has to do. The, I mean, like she has to basically push herself beyond beyond limits and like you know uh, to like even even a a male character in this like being built that way like it's part of part of who they are like i i yeah i i agree i i saw a bunch of people in in watching jack's stream like being like why sh- why she have big muscles mm. and i was like yeah <laughs> because it's part of like right. who her character is like she has yeah yeah been basically not had control over the major trauma in her life and so she has basically you know because she's like built her trained herself to you know get to this point of like right um peak efficiency in yeah for the day that she's able to actually like take right basically like take revenge like on to what's happened to her father and so like mm-hmm. those five years that like ellie and joel were basically just kind of you know living in jackson like getting soft, she like you know? yeah like she like saw like her dad 
like she like his, her dad's dead body like she had great experience with her dad and like she's in like this basically military you like type environment yeah so where they have like meals and training and regiments you would think that that revenge and that motivation is like what kind of pushed her to be so like in a sense, like for what people think, like over the top for like what, what a woman's supposed to look like, like with mu- like muscles. Granted, she is really muscular, but it, there's so many parts like that does play into her character, though. Yeah. Like as far as like, gameplay yeah, and moment just, to moment, yeah, like, like I said, it does play a lot of parts in the game, and I think she was like preparing for that too, right? Like just being like this, I can do anything, you know? Yeah. Right, and you know, to talk in broad strokes, like. It's not Abby's like physique that makes me don't like not like her. It's the fact that like when like her and Owen sleep together like on the boat, you know, like things like that, like those things like make me be like, man, yeah. Abby, like why are you doing stuff like that? Like why are you why are you messing around with your friends? You know, it's things like that that make me not like Abby's part. But that being said, like going over, you know, Seattle day one again. There's not a lot of story content that sticks out to me. I, Naughty Dog again shows off. And there is that moment that a lot of people talk about when you're playing Abby for the first time and you pick up the upgrade book and you see that there's more upgrades to get and you realize that you're in it for the long run. And it is jarring because you are left with this huge cliffhanger and it feels like the game is not going to tell you. And it doesn't. Like the game is actually pretty... I don't know. It, it sticks to his guns when it comes to that. Like it just doesn't give anything away. It's like, nope, you're gonna play as Abby, yeah. and you're and gonna I, see I, it all. Like, I kind um, of think it's like, it's basically like two video games. Like, it, I mean, the the first playing as Ellie is, is like yeah. is kind of like playing through. It's it's a similar time, uh, like spent playing through the first game, and so you're building yeah. up to this like right. climax of playing as Ellie, and like based on how long the first game is you get to that end and it's it's similar and so you get to this point where it's like okay i'm reaching this climax to ellie's part and then you realize okay i have to play basically two games in in a in a in a way two stories um so yeah yeah no i kind i kind of liked that though um right and you know for me as a person, it was not hard for me to be like, man, as much as I like Ellie and Joel and those people, you know, there's room in my empathy to care about and to understand the motivations of other people, even if I don't agree with them. And that was kind of an easy jump for me to make, but judging by the response to people have of this game, people don't like that. Like people don't like, getting it now i will say i think a problem with abby's part is that it's overly long but i think most of that actually comes to not her part being bad but the way it's framed within the game yeah you know like i often think you know what if it what if you had the option you know after that part with ellie to where it says you know it, the game actually rolls credits and it says hey you can play as this part or you can continue the story from ellie's point of view and so you cannot have that option. I don't know. But I, I, I don't I know feel, how that actually would have seen. You know yeah. what I mean? It's hard I to tell. I think that would have been weird. Because I think and the, it's, 
you know, the two big themes of the game are revenge, but also empathy. Yeah. And I think like, I think playing through Abby's part is a necessary part of the game because like you see that basically, you know, Abby and Ellie are like two sides of the same coin. It just plays Um, out. And like in different circumstances, like they like they could have been friends. That's kind of a weird way to put that. But like, yeah, if if the situation surrounding them like had been different, like they could have been like, yeah, close or, or, you know, and and I, I yeah, I I am a little I'm I'm a little more positive to to Abby, like playing as her, like because I, I, and and I'll I'll go back to the point that I made earlier. Like I didn't want to kill Nora as Ellie. Like that was part of. I don't I don't want to do this as Ellie. Yeah. And then playing as Abby, it's like okay, Abby is doing similarly awful things, and I've already <laughs> done similar things as Ellie. And so it's you are you are forced right. to do things because of <clears throat> you know the 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 trauma that that people have 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 gone through previously and so it's these two characters building up to their final showdown kind of in a way and seeing both sides of that i i think is is very important um and i it 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 is challenging um and i think that i mean i don't want to just like you know I, i i think there are problems with the game um but i think there were problems with you know all media and i just <laughs> i just think like right the point of the game is to look at these two characters i think it's just because we've played as ellie previously exactly. and she yeah. is a the central one of the central characters in the first game it's we're a little more forgiving to her whereas abby we don't have that reference i think a lot yes. of people don't like the idea that the last of us isn't just about joel and ellie and so, like, when you kill Joel, it's like, well, what the heck? Now there's only one character that I can, like, you know, connect with? It's like, well, no. Like, we have always, like, I feel like, Charlie, you and I, and Jack, you and I, I think we always had these conversations of, like, what would life be like if we weren't playing as, like, Joel and Ellie? Like, what would it be like if we were playing as someone from, like, I don't know, like, the, yeah, like, yeah, David's clan. What yeah. if we played the 20 years in between, like, when... Joel and Tommy, like what we played as Tommy, you know what I mean? Like, I think it gives you a really interesting look at how different societies basically kind of emerge, yeah, out uh, of you know, yeah, this whole crumbled society. But like, even though it's a completely different way of living, or they think about things differently, they still are all human when it comes to exacting revenge, the way they do with emotions, and how no one's perfect. And like, I think. While I will say the game's long, I think it is important to play through Abby's part. I guess personally, I just wish maybe you could play through the whole game as Ellie till the very end. And then, hey, now you can play through the whole game as Abby. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts yeah exactly. Style, like Chain of Memories. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I don't know then it's like, oh, how many people, how many people would want to do that, you know, yeah. without being forced to play that. Yeah. So I guess I, I can see... Well, to get us, I can see both. So, yeah. 
Yeah, no, no, you're you're totally fine. Um, to get us back on track, just um, so yeah, with Abby's parts, you play through. Um, a real standout moment to me is when Abby gets captured by the Seraphites oh. and she's hanging. It's like the you know mm-hmm. the stuff of the first trailer. Oh yeah, it's so really good. Like, good. I mean, and that's of course introduces Lev Yara. and I Yara. Yara is her name. Um. And you get that whole side of the story. And to me, you know, I do, I do care about that. And I really like the Seraphite stuff. Um, Again, day two for Abby that has the fantastic park with the patient zero infected. And like where the game goes full survival horror on you. Favorite part. And it's like any The rat king. Oh my (laughs) goodness. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it gave it, me such it's great, such yeah, dead it's, it's space fantastic. vibes, and such just <laughs> the part where you're just having the yeah. run and like really around does. the corners, and this thing is just like oh, 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 you man. know, like it's horrifying, yeah, it's, and the whole part <laughs> leading up to it, you're like, okay, what? When is this gonna yeah, just? That's the, the you have such a good lead up to that part, core yeah. part of this game. Whereas like in the first one, you're in the basement, and you have to turn on like a uh the generator and this one it gives exactly. you this mass of yeah. clicker thing uh chasing you and it's like oh my it, oh, it so goes good. above and beyond what the first game did and it's like oh my goodness yeah yeah absolutely terrifying yeah it, that's great and then uh so day three um there are a couple parts to stand out um of course when you meet up with manny and you're going across that highway and uh tommy is sniping tommy. at you you don't know it's Tommy. Um, yeah. But that is a great part. <laughs> um, really tense. And I love how the game plays that with that. I mean, like, even how, you know, the sniper is shooting to attract the infect, like, to attract the mm-hmm. infected. It's kind of really good. With, basically, like, um, the way the world structure is, like, yeah, like, the fact that it's yeah. just one-sided or whatever, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, and then of course uh, Manny's killed. Simil- similar to like, I really Jesse like Manny. Killed. Parallel or, uh, right mirrors that um, section. And then you get, I think, the biggest deviation, which is uh, Abby going to the Seraphite's homeland um, sanctuary. Uh, all of that stuff, I think, is really cool. I do think it drags a little bit, but it is totally <laughs> redeemed by the kind of all-out war it that you experience cool. at the end, which it's, like, incredibly brutal. And I'm talking about, like, the moment... I mean, like, the moment where, you know, Abby does kind of pull Hello. a Joel in a <laughs> respect and goes, no, like, I am going to, like, save yeah. this kid... Um, you know, Yar is killed by uh, oh, what's his yeah. name? The leader of the wolves. Uh, yeah, you know, it's yeah, all of that stuff. Oh, it's cool of character is. Isaac uh, is too. <laughs> like, yeah, he's. I think he's kind of underused, Isaac but he's is he is really a cool. Good character in this game. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm kind of on really, the opposite. Yeah. I thought I thought it was un, un, really undeveloped. Well, like I th- I like. Yeah, I'd say I like he's, what, he's not used what enough. he is, like, but like I do agree, he's not used enough. But he's definitely anytime you see him, he is a really intimidating character. Yeah. Like, and I wish they used that more. Yeah. Um, but you know, invading the Seraphite homeland, especially after you get the horse and you're galloping and through the all the chaos through the 
when you, the city. you fight that oh, weird fire that and was how like you that's probably through, the most like the act of war moment of uh, of mm-hmm. the last of Us series but i right. almost like an homage kinda, yeah <laughs> it was yeah. kind of i mean it is like yeah but man like it yeah, I can't like say like how awesome it is to like go through like the active war zone and you know you have two sides fighting each other and you can kind of get involved or kind of yeah. just move by. Um and then you have of course that great boss fight oh, against that's the just brutal. That really tough guy and it's just this like <laughs> overly brutal drag out fight where you're like cutting each other up, you like cut his like mouth apart and yeah. you like had i mean <laughs> Lev shoots kind of the to do that because with <laughs> ellie she's like kind of, a, a little she like in a way like withers as the game goes on whereas like abby is this very you know strong person right you had to kind of like yeah, yeah abby finds kind of it's, it's to, like, so good give her the parts someone that can basically stand up to her and it was this massive yeah. man that I mean, in earlier you fight that one <laughs> like other super big lady, and that whole scene is really uh-huh. good too. Like that little mini boss yeah. fight. That one, I failed like four times doing, but try. I think you did on your first try. Like just that <laughs> yeah. is yeah. so yeah, cool though. Like when you deal, do it, <laughs> it's so good. Just, just really good. Just good at the game. <laughs> no, yeah, I you know, and that's why I think like where Last of Us Part Two really shines is that like. Abby's story, like, I do like Abby's story. I think I could do without the her and Owen backstory stuff. But, like, I mean, what comes to mind is when they're on the, uh, the I don't know. They're on some kind of, like, amusement park ride. Oh, my gosh. It's the big wheel. And he, like, jumps off. What's it called? Yeah, the Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. And the Ferris wheel. You know, like, I think I could do without some of that stuff. But then again, do I only want to do without is that he- stuff because I'm just... I want to know what's going to happen with Ellie and Abby. Cause then it, we have to talk about it, you know, and we'll start off with uh, Jay hens here after I set the scene, but you know, you finally, Abby comes across a dead Owen and Mel and then finds the map that Ellie kind of left in a panic or a, in a state of trauma <sighs> really. And uh, tracks them back down to the yeah. um, theater and you get to see the other side of it. And, what ends up happening is, you know, I think Ellie at some point fights back or Tommy fights back and then gets shot in the face. And you're like, yeah, is Tommy you... dead? And that's the moment where you're like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if he's alive or dead <laughs> or not. And then Ellie runs off and you basically are playing as Abby yeah, still which having to chase Ellie. And I. Yeah. So Jay Hen's like, take away. Like, what was your first moment? Like when you chase Ellie through all the seats for the first time, like what was going through your head? So similar to the the point where I was playing as Ellie um, and it was like, hey, you got to bash in Nora's head with a pipe. I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I don't know. And and like props for for the game, just like kind of going hard and being like, "Eh, sorry, this is. This is how it's going to go. I was just like, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Like I see the flaws in Ellie and I see the flaws in Abby too, but it's like, I love Ellie. I can't, I can't do this. Right. I don't know if I am capable of, of doing this. And you like, um, (laughs) you know, you, you obviously it's a boss battle basically against Ellie. Um, and you're like in the back of the, th- but oh yeah, well take you, us so yeah, so take you, us through it. Like what what was you know, your you first experience through, playing that? Um, 
and you go kind of into the back area of the like the storage section of the theater and so there's all these like props and um yeah costumes and stuff and so it one just like a really cool setting for like a boss battle um yeah but you're like weaving in through at it and it's very like supposed to well ellie i think um is being very stealthy and i think you're kind of Mm -hmm. you you both are kind of going back and forth between between being like stealthy and uh, aggro yeah and so Mm -hmm. just in in that moment i was like I don't know if I can do this, but you're like weaving in throughout everything. And it is kind of the video gamey thing where you have to get like three or four hits on the person. And each time you do, it kind of levels up and there's some sort of new thing that happens. And so like at one point, Ellie starts using bombs um, and I like round yeah. Yeah, yeah, like trapping <laughs> things. And I like remember running around a corner or I saw her like, duck down like next to something i was like what's she doing and i ran around the corner and just got blasted by this like nail bomb she left and i was like props props to you ellie um it's very good (laughs) right and it's just yeah it's one of those just brutal moments of like the game just kind of goes for it and you like have to have to play it and it like kind of like i i'm impressed with how it, it it sucks to to play against a character you love so much but i'm like i'm impressed by it and it's yeah. it's definitely like i think in the long run one of my more positive you know parts of the game um whereas i i'm 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 obviously more positive to the game and so it's yeah it was it was a difficult difficult part of the game no, definitely. It's it's crazy because and I think what I like about it so much is how oh, yeah. alienating it feels because you see Ellie from the other side and you know, I played it through on hard and it does feel appropriately like tough to fight Ellie, you know, how Abby can't straight up get her cuz Ellie is just kind of like this resourceful like scavenger, yeah. You know, she has all these tools. And Abby is kind of Abby doesn't have anything at this point, so you as a player don't have a lot of resources to fight Ellie. And Ellie has she doesn't have all a of her there. stuff. She has her like yeah. So like <clears throat> it's uh, switchblade. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah, it's really brutal. I mean, Jack, what do you, so what's, like, what's your take on this? I was also like, in the beginning of it too. I was very much in Jack's camp. I was thinking I can't, I can't, and I don't want to fight Ellie. But it was so. It was so cool, though. <laughs> like, to do that is a very, I think, kind of a gutsy thing. Because not many games make you fight this character you've played through, you know, a game and a half of. So, I definitely like, really enjoyed just, I'm going to say it again, like, how jarring this was. The game's really jarring. Because it does a lot of things that pretty much no other game really does. Or does very well. I think... Right, and each time you like you guys clash, like Ellie's like the classic like like switchblade thing she does, you know, like she does that a lot in this game, mm-hmm. and it's it's really iconic almost how much she uses the switchblade, and I don't know, it it gets more brutal the more it goes on, and just the way yeah they end up basically almost killing each other, and then just like letting each other go, 
I mean, Abby, like, let's Ellie almost dies, like, gets her arms snapped, all that kind of stuff. Oh, and, like, yeah. right. But, like, Abby just has this moment where she's basically, like, I'm, I'm done. You know, like, I, this isn't, she's I like, can't I, do I this. I beat you. Yeah, like, but I don't, yeah, no, I, yeah, you know, it's, um, exactly, yeah, it's, I, I do think, you know, Jack Henry, you're right, it does get a little <laughs> video gamey where, you have to fight it and there is part of me that like i do wish that it would it would be kind of a quicker clash but this still i mean like as a playing it as a game still enjoyed it but yeah as um jack was saying yeah it ends with of course another extremely brutal moment where you know dina joins the fight uh she gets shot in the shoulder by Mm -hmm. lev and then you know the moment Abby actually can just one on one fight Ellie, like oh Abby hands wins. down. I mean hands over. Yeah, she breaks her arm, you know, smashes her face in, and then is gonna go and kill uh, Dina, kind of in like a, just a fit of like, no, I'm going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And you know, Ellie's like, no, she's pregnant. And you know, those scenes <laughs> in The Last of Us, God, like they're so good. Like they are heart wrenching, and you know, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, what is it's- yeah, it's up there what with like the greatest happen? TV and then it's shows, just, in my opinion. It's just, it's so well acted. I mean, yeah, she holds that and, knife to her throat, and there's that second where you're just like, yeah. and then, you know, yeah, Abby basically is like, no, I won, we're done, and leaves. And, and, isn't that crazy? Or does Lev kind of convince you know, that, her that they're done? I, that's what I was thinking, is is I think there's an interaction right? between Lev and it's, Abby that, yeah. Yeah, and I don't. I think it's something small, like Lev just says like Abby's name or says something like that, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, Abby at this point's done, and because you know, I think Abby was done really when she killed Joel, and that's when her kind of transformation started. Uh, you know, as she found new life through like Yara and Lev, I th- which I think is a really yeah, positive I think, point. Honestly, in the game. Like, when I think about it, I'm pretty sure it was Abby kind of realizing that she doesn't want love to see that this is how things are done is that am i right yeah and it's it's great well no that's the thing is that like i think the game has all of those things there but it doesn't actually tell you Mm -hmm. any of those things you just kind of see it and you see it in how ebby and loves or ebby and loves like relationship has gone up and you know i think to act i'm glad i remembered but to point to like lev's identity so you know, that was the big point of why Lev left and was running from the Seraphites is because of the identity that the character was going through. And I think, if anything, I wanted to see more of that. And especially, like, back on Sanctuary when it cuts to, you know, Lev has run and you just see, you know, the mom is dead and that Lev has killed their mom, you know, and Yara kind of drags her out. Like, I think I wanted to not... You know, I don't ever want to see like more death, but I would have liked to see that confrontation, at least the mm-hmm. the talking that would part have been of it. Really rough, and yeah. just see more of that. You know, and see Lev really tackle that part of it. Now, this game is already like super long, <laughs> so I understand like why they didn't include it. But I think when I say like they didn't handle it well, that's what I meant. Sure. Is I just wanted more of it. You know, I wanted to see yeah. more of those but characters. But I also think like, but having having that character no, in the game like at whereas i think in in lots of media you don't see uh you know you don't see like 
uh, trans and, um, you know, LGBTQ right. uh, plus characters really represented. Like, I felt like this this was a game that, like, really pushed forward um, in that. I mean, so I, right. I yeah. No, and it, like, it's, yeah. like, it's only positive, right? Like, and I guess that's what, like, the biggest thing is when people are like, oh, man. And now, granted, since I, you know, I am not, like, <laughs> like I uh, love how Jay Hens said that, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just a white male who's growing up in America. Like, I don't know what that struggle's like. And so I'm sure that there are people who can speak to that on way more depth and with way more, you know, intelligence than I ever could. But for me... You know, I think it's like anytime you can include something like that and it's great and you're not just including it to like, you know, have points to be like, oh, hey, my game has a trans person in it. Oh, hey, my game has yeah. a lesbian like, relationship. Like the end of the, I mean, the new Star Wars You know, when you're not just... Where they're just like, hey, guys, guess what? We're uh, we're being <laughs> right. inclusive. And then it's like, blink and you'll miss it. It's like, it's like, yeah. Right, exactly. You know, when it's not just like yeah. the Disney-fied version of that it. That like, sucks. Anything that's but, like that is yeah. great. Yeah. So, we go ahead and we move on to the the farm. Um, this this is probably my favorite moment. And yeah, so uh, we'll go. We'll start with Jack first. Jack, what is your impression so, of the farm? Because yeah, you so did my, play the this farm, farm. I think, in my opinion, was my favorite part of the game, and I really like seeing kind of like this future that Ellie and Dina had together. I love seeing the baby. I love seeing, you know, their relationship and just the records and like she has memories of Joel and DJ. like just, oh my, like it's just, and you know, they have animals and the whole part. Last Last of Us part you three sit is, on that tractor. Is, you play as JJ. Oh yeah, JJ. Down, down for it. <laughs> uh, you know, they even have like a, that part that kind of hits you kind of out of nowhere when Ellie kind of gets trapped in the, uh, the barn and yeah. it brings like that PTSD yeah. back and you know Dina helps her come back from that and it's it's a really like endearing scene mm-hmm. and especially mm-hmm. the part where you know Ellie's taking care of JJ and they yeah they sit on, on the tractor on and the you, tractor. you just sit there for I, a while like I, I sat there for so oh, long and I yeah. was like I I, 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 I just cried at that moment I was just like oh my goodness like I I kind of felt the characters like weariness like fading away almost you know and just i was like i don't have to be tired anymore you know what i mean it was a very emotional part and kind of for me that's where it felt like the game ended but it didn't so whoever Mm. wants to speak on that next yeah no jay hens i mean like you can go ahead and talk about this yeah so i mean we, we jack mentioned it for a second but like after the tractor scene you go back in and you then go in you like herd the sheep which is like a nice pleasant moment uh very very red dead redemption um Mm -hmm. and then you go in and and it's like uh there is there is like peace but there's also still inner turmoil and i think Mm -hmm. i think like you know looking at ellie as a character like she definitely i think attributes that turmoil to abby still being alive when i think it's just she has trauma and like you have to live with that right um and 
every every day's you know some days are going to be easier some days are going to be really really difficult and i think that's her next motivation is she's like okay i can i can fix this or i can heal this trauma these wounds if i go finish the job and and that's just like i think the most heartbreaking moment of the game and i again i respect it a lot where it's like you know ellie ellie makes the decision that you know she's already crossed the line a couple times but this is like she's gonna keep walking forward and it's like it's it's so heartbreaking to to play as this character and to see this character you love and it's like it's ellie basically becoming joel at the end of this to to do whatever Mm -hmm. it takes to try and i don't know have like i don't yeah i'm trying to figure out a way to like cap this off but like ellie ellie makes the decision that will kind of you know damn her yeah you know it's uh i think the scene is really good and it's one of those scenes that after you know i was probably playing for like three hours already and i went ahead and just played this part because i could not Mm -hmm. play it (laughs) um yeah it's you guys have really said everything i wanted to say Um, i will say one thing i think tommy is a total asshole in this part he is kind of Um, an asshole in this part because he kind of comes and he's like hey i tracked her down and he's like man you promised me i'm like dude like lay off and like you know dina feels the exact (laughs) same way that i did where she's like don't come around here anymore because you can see what that stirs up in Ellie, like how Ellie has, in some aspects, been able to forget and move on, but there are still these latches yeah. that hold her on. And yeah, so she goes and, you know, she goes off to hunt Abby. And this is the moment that I know that Jack stopped playing. And I think it is hard not to. Now, I will say for me, since I was playing it in chunks to like leave off and then come back to playing as Abby was fine. But when you, the game like keeps doing that thing to where it wants to show you everything and having to play, I think as Abby and Lev, as a search for remnants of the fireflies, um, only to get kept kidnapped by the rattlesnakes, yeah. I believe they're called. Um, it does. It's not like it drags because, like, there is you know, there's parts in that I like. I like how they're looking for the fireflies, and I like how they're you know gonna find this group. But yeah, it's just it's I guess in almost a case where the game's realness of what would you know people actually be doing the timeline where the mm-hmm. game's realness I do think gets in the way of the pacing, which in the I think overall I think the pacing is my biggest problem sure. with this game, but. Looking at it as a creator, I don't know how else you could actually pace it without it, you know, hurting the actual yeah. experience. Yeah, I, I so agree. Anyways. Like, I think this, like, last section of the game is where I kind of, I, I think has some of the best moments of the game and some of the worst moments. I think just the rattlesnakes as a group, if that's what they're called, I, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's where it gets less real for me because i think i i i felt like they were a group that was kind of created right. to be uh the yeah you can kill them 
they're fine. And that's where this like, it's like, <laughs> exactly. that's, that's the yeah. part where, you know, Abby, Abby goes, gets captured. And then you switch back to Ellie again. That's where this like theme yeah. of uh, Ludo narrative dissonance. Did you guys get that? Um, uh, really? Exactly. Uh, plays a part where you're just like, yeah, it, you're it just hits, like, it hits hard slaughtering people. You don't know. And they're just like, yeah, yeah but they suck. They're slavers. So it's okay. And it's like, uh, I, I, <laughs> you're like, yeah. none of them have families or friends. <laughs> we're, we're like, it's fine. Prior to the, like, um, the whole game is like having empathy for these different groups of people. And then it's like, ah, but these, last part. these guys, right. they suck. So <laughs> get them. <laughs> no, no these guys, these are the actual bad guys. Don't care. About and, the, these and, the, guys. and they're all like, right. Neck guys. And they're like, yeah, we're the, we're the rattlesnakes. And you're like, what what okay. a what a Fallout esque exactly. like gang name. <laughs> that's just you know what, what I was thinking. They're like the the tunnel rats. No, or that's, what yeah. is it? We're the tunnel snakes. The tunnel snakes. Yeah. Uh, the tunnel snakes. Hey yeah. ma'am, my mom's in there. Can you go? No, that's what her? it turns into. I mean, I'm scared of those bugs. And like, it's funny because like the game, Butch, the game has this huge arena at the end. Uh-huh. We are in their compound, and I have to say that like as, as a game, game, like playing the game, it it's really fun. it's really fun because you get to sneak around. And like they have like infected on yeah, chains that you can yeah. release, and it is just this huge slaughter ground where oh, I like yeah. played totally aggro and was just like mowing people I down. Mean, that's and, one of the best parts of the game, though. Like, <laughs> and it's like it's weird because at this point, you know, Ellie like she gets strung up in a tree and she like impales herself on the tree, and she's hurting and she's like dying. You can tell she's like you know half starved, and you're just like, God. But so take that part aside, you know, you get and you are ultimately going to try to find Abby who's been captured and you don't know the game does play a little bit of a trick on you and you don't know how long Abby has been captured. Um, but ultimately, after fighting your way through like a literal compound <laughs> gauntlet, um, you get out to where Abby for disobeying was like put on a stake like these like big like poles yeah, very, that are in the very water. Cruci- I guess where maybe they used to tie ships. I it to right. me it looked like um I mean very intentional that they use those to torture people which um historical reference yeah. that was used in uh it, the only reason I know about it is from a movie called Silence that Martin Scorsese directed but it was used in uh like medieval Japan mm. to basically tie Christians up and let the waves come in and they would like slowly drown. Um, So that's uh, interesting, like historical context for those things. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The, the game. Okay. They're called the the rattler somebody or rattler gang. I still like the rattlesnakes. The game fakes you out because Abby, (laughs) Abby has like this uh, braid, that you see on like a corpse and then you're like, Oh, that's not Abby. And then Abby's actually like right behind you. Um, and at this point, Abby has like oh, man. withered away herself. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture of it. Um, like it's it. That's pretty that, brutal looking. See, that's like where, and yeah, people are like, Oh, Abby's like super muscly. And it's like, yeah, but the payoff is the end where she's like s- s- withered yeah. away basically by, being being a slave to these yeah. guys and it's just like that's heartbreaking too um so mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and, and so Ellie cuts her down, and it's this weird moment to where they're both, you know, near death and exhausted, and, you know, Abby's like, wait, and then she goes and gets a lev, and you kind of, like, both walk over to these boats, and then you think for a moment that Ellie's just going to let them go, and then Ellie's like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna end this, and so you're left with this, uh, I think it's kind of like the Naughty Dog special because other games, especially like Uncharted 3 mm-hmm. and then Uncharted 4, have these like one-on-one, like really intense like fights. But this one I think works the best, yeah. you know, because it just ends up being this drag out to almost dead people like beating yeah. the shit out of each other. And it that's how it feels. And it just feels yeah, the, bad. That was the, the third moment time. in the game where I was just like, and I don't, I don't know if I can do this. Like... Yeah, and it's, you know, you yeah. just wanted to stop. Like, I that was kind of my feeling at that point. I'm like, stop, guys. Like, just stop. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. And it's just that point where, you know, you see, I guess, the very end of Revenge, which not a lot of, you know, not a lot of media shows you that, like, drag out, no, this is the end of Revenge. You know, after lives have been lived, after stories have been told, yeah. this mm-hmm. is where it ends up. Yeah, and so you just end up with this brutal knockdown <laughs> fight. I mean, Abby's or Ellie's slicing up Abby with her switchblade. Abby at one bites point. off Ellie's. Abby fingers. bites off two of Ellie's the, fingers, um, <laughs> which which comes back later. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it just it. Yeah, it was just hard, and then it ends with you know, Ellie basically pushes Abby down to the water and she's like gonna just, you know, suffocate her in the water, just drown her. And I think this comes to probably the strongest emotional moment for me, um, which is the flashback that Ellie has with Joel. And there are many of these through the game that you have seen. Um, You know, there's the dance one, there's, you know, where you start off shooting with Tommy, but this one is... Right where it's Ellie kind of confronts Joel about, you know, his actions at the end of the game. And this feels very much like mm-hmm. a payoff to that and a payoff to really the whole game in general to where Joel has a moment to where he's like, you know, if I could take it all back, if I could do it all over again, I would do everything exactly the same. And Ellie basically says, you know, I can't forgive you, but I'm going to try. And then it's a hard cut back and Ellie basically lets Abby go. And I mean, I teared up at that moment, like that moment. And cause that's the last conversation they have before mm-hmm. Joel is yeah. dead or Joel is killed. Um, and it's really heartbreaking and really sweet. And just, I think like, man, you talk about like Troy Baker being an amazing yeah. voice actor. Like he's somehow able to capture this like age and this fatigue and this tiredness, but still there's, this there's love still that, there. Yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah, it's just great. I mean, I mean, I know Jack, you didn't play this. But I like, I just, I'm, I'm about, I'm about <laughs> what, to watch the thing like after we finish this, like the ending scene. But it's just like, I, I mean, I didn't yeah. play it just because I think I was just tired from streaming it, and then I just kind of didn't play it for a week, and I was like, I'll get back to it. And I ended up like deleting it because I needed space, and so I just never got like back around to it. Right. But like, one of my favorite things about this game is just like how i love how human everybody is and just the amount of effort that went forth and just 
the voice acting, like the way they capture people's faces and just it's like all the scenes with Joel are just like extremely impactful. Like all the flashbacks and it's just it makes me really just appreciate that like this game is base it basically is like an interactive movie, you know, or like a like a TV series. And it's it's just it's really good. And so like just hearing the ending but to and even just, like go further than that, like I think playing the game and like playing mm-hmm. as characters is even more important than like your because you, there's st- there's more of a yeah. disconnect watching a movie or a TV show with characters rather than okay you're actually playing these characters like you basically are these characters as you play through them so there's even more of that emotional um, you know uh, connect there. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, exactly. Um, so with that, you know, the game is not quite over yet. Um, the last scene is Ellie going back to the farmhouse uh, with, again, an unknown amount of time passing, and uh, nothing's there. Dina's moved out, um, and Ellie goes back up to her room and she pulls out the guitar, and they're just, I think, probably again <laughs> a really heartbreaking moment where. You have always been playing a guitar all throughout the game, and you're trying to play it, but since Ellie's missing her finger, mm-hmm. she can't hit the chords right. And then it ends with her putting the guitar against the window, and then you see her walking away. Um, I like how it's opened her interpretation. I've seen several people say that she's wearing the bracelet that Dina gave her, and so maybe she's been back to Jackson and fixed that relationship or is trying to salvage it. But, you know, I also kind of the way I took it when I first saw it is that, you know, Ellie's going to try to find, you know, a new way to start, a new way to live. And she doesn't know how that's going to look. And so the game kind of leaves her with that. It is very bittersweet. And it's, you know, I was kind of speechless when it ended because it. Unlike the first one that kind of hits you with that emotional weight, this one kind of leaves you feeling empty and sad and tired but not in a uh, man I'm so tired this is over for me I was like man this is like how Ellie must feel right now like just oh we're done like okay yeah. we're done but like you still have to keep living yeah I mean similar to the first game there is like some ambiguity there of like okay what but I think just leaving it at the that ending moment of like accepting where you're at and now having to still go on living like that's yeah Mm -hmm. that's kind of the the pinnacle of the game is like now you have to keep on living and that's like i think prior to that scene like i i thought ellie was gonna die i mean especially after she like gets um like falls down from the tree after getting strung up and she gets him yeah. like she gets impaled right by yeah she gets like yeah like impaled and like very very uh very last of us one like the liver Joel on the the rebar um yeah so yeah so it's very similar and that's, actually that's yeah. another reason why i love this game of just how many like mirrors and parallels there are to different parts of the game itself but also to the first game but i I think as Ellie was fighting Abby in the end, 
you just kind of expect both of them to just die in the end. But I love yeah. the way the game just ended. It's like, no, she's she's still got to keep living. And it, it's similar with the, you know, uh, PTSD flashbacks that she had, you know, prior mm-hmm. to her going and finding Abby. It's like, you just have to keep living. And some days are going to be hard. and Some days are, you know, going to be easy, but or not easy. But um, yeah, you, you got to keep on living and it's finding you know, moving forward and finding meaning and, in, in that. And, um, so yeah. 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 I mean, so that it wraps up basically our, what hour and almost 50 minute conversation with the last was part two. Um, the, yeah, the only things I guess I want to kind of touch on at the end, I wanted to go over gameplay and positives, but I actually kind of feel like yeah. we squeeze that in. Overall, I think Naughty Dog was very masterful in the way this game looks and feels and just so many small details they managed to cram in. I mean, it's act- it's just incredible. It's like, one of the best looking and there's like, a moment yeah, smooth astounding. sort of like feeling played games that 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 I've played. Um yeah. 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 I mean, like, even small details about you going through a town and you're finding these letters and this guy's like, hey, I locked a bunch of infected behind this dumpster. You move the dumpster and all Mm -hmm. these infected come out. I mean, things that they didn't have to do that players, some of them won't see. I mean, I think it's it really is incredible. And they, like, deserve everything, like, everything positive. Like, they people, like, put, you know, basically part of their lives into making this game. And it shows. And it's... I, I can't, yeah. I, I can't, you know, commend them enough for something like that because I wouldn't even know how to start creating something like this. And that's why, amazing. like, still overall, um, I'm very positive with this game because I, it is a video game, but I think there yeah. is, it is one of those video games that kind of bleeds into being more of a, like, art piece and a labor of love rather than, yeah, like a game, like a service, like game. say, yeah. Yeah, and I think, sorry, I'll let you talk in just a second, Jack, but um, I think for me, that is, as much of a success the game is, I think that's also what holds it back, is that uh, sometimes it is too much of a game, and I think the game and playing the game gets in the way of the story it wants to tell, and like, I guess, you know, I think it, you know, like the Rattlers, like, they're the perfect kind of like that ending part is like my biggest problem with the game. And like there are sections in Abby's part, like we were going through that huge building with all the infected and you're going down <laughs> on the floors. Is that fun to play? Yeah. Of course it is. It's great. It's fantastic. But does that serve the story? Like, does that serve what they're trying to tell? But at the same time, I can't take away like their success, you know, like, there are not a lot of other games that manage to climb that high. And I think because it climbs so high, I think that's why some of those, I don't know, that dissonance kind of appears for me is because it is so good. You know what I mean? If the game was anything lesser then I don't think I would feel that weird shift where my brain is like, but wait though, like, this isn't a book or a movie. It's it's getting so close to that point to where games are trying to be, you know, 
just these pure interactive experiences and it's so close to being there and the times that it pulls you out, you know, that's, that's when it's hard, but not to talk too much. I will say though, all of this only comes after playing it and after thinking about it and while I was there and while I was playing it, I didn't really <laughs> think about it that much. Like I was there and I was along for the ride and I can't, you know, so it's mm-hmm. kind of rich of me to come back and be like, well, after thinking, yeah. about it and, you know, letting it. I will say like marry. this game had like such a high impact on me. Like one of the few games that while I was playing it, I was so engrossed in just the way the game played and what was happening while I was doing it. And the combat, the gameplay, how you move, how just everyone and everything interacts with each other. Um, I mean, even the details. I mean, one of the things is uh, the way they did like the oh, what like the extension cords, like the ropes and stuff like that. Mm. The way you're able to move that around and just like yeah. play with that kind of is really, really well done. And I mean, a lot of people are like, I don't like, I don't like the game, but uh, the rope thing's cool. And I think, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think a lot of people, I mean, I don't know if it's just nowadays. A lot of people like to just mimic kind of what they, people they watch or listen to, they like to just kind of mimic whatever they right. say. So like, oh, this big streamer just cut his disc after he beat the game. So he didn't like it all. And it's like, so that's your, your opinion on the game. Right. Are you going to play it? And it's like, everyone's like, how is it getting such good reviews when it's so bad? And it's like, well, cause it's, cause it's actually like a yeah. really good game. Just sorry. It's not your typical game, you know? Yeah. And I think like, I think if like thinking back to the original game, like the, the original game landed on just ambiguity and it's like, I, I don't know if if the the original game had been like a sequel, I think it would have also had had some exactly some, some critique to it. And so yeah. whereas this game is a sequel to this incredible, you know, masterpiece of an original game, this one having to meet those expectations, like in some ways, I I don't think. Well, I don't know. I I tried to not go into this having expectations because i knew they were going to be different for like what this game would end up being yeah um similar to how i did with star wars episode eight the last jedi um (laughs) which also is divisive oh that's a yeah bring me in you guys talk about star wars because i like i like Star Wars Episode Eight: yeah. The Last Jedi. I'd have to actually, I'd have to actually watch the new <laughs> Star Wars movies. I've only, I, the only one I've seen uh, that you would be the perfect. You'd yeah, be the, the only one I've seen that. is the one that everyone's like, "Oh, the guy says traitor." That's Force Awakens. I mean, I will say like though I remember the weird part because we saw it at that one big fancy theater, Charlie, right? Uh, and yeah. it was uh. The well, we probably shouldn't talk about Last of Us. No, I know. I'm just <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like smacking himself. I'm like, why is he smacking himself? But <laughs> Carl Anyways. Anyway. But yeah, I you know, Jack Henry, to go back to your point, yeah, the first one, there's nothing to compare yeah. it to. And I think the first one, one of its strengths is that it's very, very focused. And this one is telling a much yeah. broader story. And so I think people coming into it, you know, if you're expecting this like singular story, this is definitely not a singular story. Like it involves multiple people, multiple things, you know, and even though there are, I think, some issues as according to like the game's message of like, hey, revenge messes you up, but kill yeah. all the bad guys. 
you know, some of that, I I don't know how you get around it not being a video game, just yeah. innovation and without having, yeah, without having this step, you know, because now people, Naughty Dog can look at this game and say, hey, what we want to do, how can we do this, you know, but we couldn't get there without this mm-hmm. step, just like we couldn't get to part two without part one. And that's kind of how I take the games is that like I kind of take them as just this big hole. And, you know, I think it'd be so fun to play through all the first one, hop right into the second one, because it really does feel like a continuation. And I think it'd be really interesting to mirror the games against each other. Yeah, I haven't played the first one since I played this one. I, I agree. I think playing through the first one and then playing through this one again would, yeah, just kind of add to my appreciation i don't know and i think that's like me speculating how i yeah. will play through it but i i yeah. agree well i think that kind of wraps up our closing thoughts um so the last thing i want to talk into so just just a couple more minutes is they have announced, you guys talked about the multiplayer earlier. They have announced that they wanted to do like a standalone multiplayer, which I'm sure will come out. It has to be. It I has to like now. It's so good. But uh, that will be hot. That'll take. be awesome when it does, especially since it I is going to be a standalone. The trailer is going to show up at the Game Awards. Yeah. And like, I keep thinking that they're going to do this massive thing involving like multiplayer matches involving. Like random groups yeah. of infected, like breaking into your multiplayer matches. Like, I think they're planning something big, and that's probably why they separated it. But yeah, I yeah, I can't. That's exciting. And then yeah, as far as the future of The Last of Us, um, as like having having a th- part three, I don't know if I would want to see a part three as in a continuation. But I would like to see like just more stories and more of this world in general. And so I wouldn't be happy also at the same time i can imagine them not wanting to touch it again you know i know that they didn't actually want to Mm -hmm. make this game you know initially and i think it was really brave of them to come back and actually do it and then knock it out of the park again so i can imagine them kind of being like "Eh, we're done but you never know here's my thought if they make a part three i think put Put it very what? JJ. JJ. Oh. <laughs> J- JJ's the so main character JJ. slash. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if you should play as Ellie, but Ellie shows up as sort of like Joel's age. I that's where mm. I would like place it timeline. Yeah, you big big, big jump. Yeah. Um yeah. big jump. You know, 30, 30 years. And then you can kind of do some crazy stuff because the world again has changed um yeah because you saw that in this yeah. game like how much the world has changed and the you mm-hmm. in, in a 30 year gap like where ellie is joel's age like i think you have a lot more kind of open and freedom and i think you could take it i don't know i like weird things i like weird sci-fi yeah. things and i think you could take it in that direction Go to some like a uh, like annihilation levels where like oh yeah infected as like yes. and taking over like whole cities and like have like I need, I need yeah, some yeah I need like, some have like mushroom cities bear. mushroom cities the bear from annihilation showing up dude yeah I if they do something like that they definitely should like have a hard yeah. change like that where you can kind of have a soft restart yeah I definitely like, 
hey, this is I want to see more of this world. I think I'm done with these characters, though. Not because I'm tired of them, but just because I think their stories are told. You know what I mean? I agree. Like, That's like why to, I think having I'd, Elder I'd like is a second, like basically a secondary character, and she's older. That that see that's where I'm like a part three like I think you have to have some of these characters they may not need to be the central characters but I kind of want to see them so uh, my my thing is right. Ellie's Joel's age slash she might see you know visions of Joel and so I don't know just to have Troy Baker back because he's incredible very so. talented yeah <laughs> Ghost Joel. <laughs> Ghost Joel. <laughs> so the third game you're gonna play as Ghost Joel, and you possess yeah. baby JJ as a probably as a six year old. Because yeah, the cordyceps, you know, do something. The cordyceps actually connect. Purgatory. Now what happens is that gives you psychic powers. If you've seen the show The Rain, kind of like that. They now just think <laughs> revive Joel and using gonna the cordyceps. There's gonna be timed. There's gonna be time. They, they figure out back. a way to. <laughs> they they figure alive? out a way again to actually bring people back <laughs> yeah, to yeah, life. Yeah, just alive. Like so, infected are brought back to life as they were before they were infected. But then they turn slowly back to it. Yeah. All right. We we jumped the shark with that you one, see, guys. You know, you know Sephiroth, right from Final Fantasy VII. Abby actually was like a giant. All right. <laughs> hey guys, what I miss? You know what I'm saying, Nathan Drake? All right, all right, all right. Okay. Well, guys, I'm going to go yeah, ahead and wrap this up here because we, we've just hit almost Jeez. two hours, which I think is awesome for this masterful Last uh, of Us Charlie, episode. Just like the game. you have a different opinion yeah. now that we've talked about it for two hours? <laughs> nope. No. I think I'm coming away more yeah. positive. And you know what's funny I, I is agree. I need to play it again yeah. because, um, but yeah, you know, I think I come away more positive because the more I think about it, the more I like it. And that's yeah. kind of always how it's worked. But yeah, I think I need to play it again. But just like The Last of Us Part 2, maybe a little bit too long, <laughs> this podcast was also maybe a little bit too long. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so I've been joined, of course, by Jay Hens, Jack Henry. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us and taking, you know, two hours yeah, Jack, I thought to talk um, about a game for a really I really thought no it was really going to be like an hour time. or so, but I mean, I, <laughs> no, I appreciate man. it, man. Yeah, it, it's an honor. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's been so fun. Um, hopefully people like you. I mean, the people who listen to the show are really <laughs> like, extremely who, picky. Who, you know? was, who was that second Jack? He, he was an asshole. Get him out of there. He's like the Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> he's so muscly. I don't like it. <laughs> I can tell from his voice that he's really muscular. I don't like it. Why don't you like it? Just because. And then... So that's been that was our guest Jack Henry. As always, I'm joined uh, by yeah. Jack, and I have been, and hopefully will be Charlie in the future. Everyone, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Our music is by Tyler Cunningham. This has been a great time and a great listen. I hope you have stuck around to the end. To all of you out there listening, goodbye, farewell, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. And if they have set it up by now, follow these guys on Patreon at...
dub voice in right now. Jack and Charlie, <laughs> Raconteur Collection. <laughs> and cut.